Be delighted this holiday season at Ice and Lights, the winter village at Cameron Run. Just minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Stroll through the park and enjoy winter photo ops, light displays, hot chocolate, and a warm treat. The winter village offers playtime for the entire family. Extend the magic of the holidays by visiting early, starting November 17th. Get your tickets now at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat. Or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Nice to be able to hear me. We should be good. All right. We should be good. All right. Little technical difficulty, but we're good over there on IG, good over there on TikTok. Everybody on every other platform, we should be good now. Come on, YouTube, Facebook, our app website. Give me the thumbs up. You should be good now. Give me a thumbs up to let me know that you are good. We got it. There we go. All right. All right. Listen, Lord, we pray for Apple. Let Apple update the update that they released because this update was not ready. All right. Listen. Uh, let me just say this about yesterday. Yesterday was amazing. At 9.15 in Denver, people got saved. Online all day yesterday, people got saved. In Atlanta on Sunday night, people got saved. Can we just release a phrase in the comments to thank God for an amazing Sunday where people came to the Lord in all three methods denver atlanta and online it was amazing and to god be the glory for that all right so again we pray together every monday night for one hour and i want to encourage you to lock this in your calendars really make this time matter for most people this is going to be the longest period of time that you spend in prayer all week and i say that because this should be something that you it was brian wasn't it this should be something that you lock into your calendar. Uh, if you want God to lock something in you, you have to lock it into your calendar. You have to make it a part of your life. You have to make it a part of how you do what you do. Let me get you to share on every platform because when you share, people get saved. And, uh, and tonight we're going to see that same thing happen. We're knocking at the door of 2,600 decisions of people giving their lives to the Lord so far this year. So I need you to make sure that you share tonight. We're in this thing together. All right. If you don't have our app, I want to encourage you to get our app. Text the word HARVEST to 55498. So that way you can get our app. Our app is one of the best ways to stay connected with all things Harvest Church in our app. You're going to be able to get a podcast, you get prayer, uh, you get live notifications, you get notifications for when I'm going doing the pop-up. So many great things are right there in the app. And all you have to do is text Harvest to 55498. Boom, you already got me over here. Can I get somebody to pin that over here on TikTok? So that um, uh, I can go ahead and put that in there. And then for those of you watching me on YouTube, Facebook, our app, and Twitch, Twitter, all of that, it's right there at the bottom of the screen. So you make sure that you utilize that. All right, let's go in. Father, we bless you. We honor you, sir. Thank you that you have been good to us. Thank you that you've been faithful to us. Thank you that you've been kind. You've been consistent. You've been reliable. Thank you that we can depend on you. We know that you are a very present help. This means you are dependable. Can you type that in the comments? God, you're dependable. You're dependable. God, even when there may be parts and aspects of our own humanity 
that are undependable. You are a God that's dependable. You've never lost a battle. You've never lost a fight. You have never backed away. You've never cast us aside. You've never thrown us away. And for that, we say thank you. We honor you and we bless you for that tonight. In the name of Jesus, you're a dependable father. Come on, y'all. You're a dependable father. Let's just stay right there for just a minute. You are a very present help. In Second Chronicles 18, when Jehoshaphat was surrounded by his enemies, the Bible says that when he cried out for you in prayer, you helped him because you're dependable. Not only you are dependable, but you're a God that helps us. Come on, can you release that in the comments? He's helping me. You're a dependable God and you're a God that helps us. You're a dependable God and you're a God that helps us. You can be counted on and you're a God that's going to help us. You're dependable and you help us. We are not out here by ourselves. We are not out here alone. We're not out here trying to figure this thing out on our own. You are the God of Psalm 37, 23. You're the God that orders our steps. You are the God that directs our steps. You're the God that delights in the details of our lives. And for that, we tell you thank you. God, we got to go back to it. Thank you for being dependable. Thank you for being the God that helps us. Thank you for being the God that never leaves us and never forsakes us. God, never let us take that lightly because people may leave and forsake us but you do not. Situations may change. Circumstances may change, but you never, ever change. You are the same yesterday. You are the same today, and you are the same forevermore. And for that, we want to let you know we appreciate you. We want to let you know that we thank you. You don't have to be, but you are. You could have thrown us away. You could have cast us aside. You could have had us totally Totally uh, in the abyss, but God, you have been consistent. You have been reliable. And we tell you, thank you. Never let us forget. Can you put never in the comments? Never let us forget, God, that you are dependable. Never let us forget that you are consistent. Never let us forget that you are reliable. Never let us forget just how good you've been to us. Father, in the scripture, there's the word Ebenezer, which means to remember. Hitherto, the Lord has helped us. We tonight take a moment to just be like uh, the stones of Ebenezer, where we remember hitherto you have helped us. You've helped us get through every challenge. You've helped us overcome every obstacle. You've even helped us to overcome ourselves. And for that, we tell you thank you in the name of Jesus. We just want to enter your gates with thanksgiving. And we want to enter your courts with praise. We just want to let you know before we ask you for anything that we recognize what you've done. That before we present a petition to make a request, that we just want to let you know we are grateful for what you've done. You did not have to do it. We are grateful for your sacrifice on Calvary. You did not have to do that. You didn't have to let them mock you and ridicule you, but you did it for us. You didn't have to let them rip your beard out to where your face was bleeding and malformed, but you did it for us. You didn't have to let them pierce you in your side, but you did it for us. You didn't have to let them pierce your hands. You did it for us. You didn't have to let them pierce your feet, but you did it for us. You didn't have to let them beat you on your back. You did it for us. And we just want you to know that we're grateful. We just want you to know that we appreciate you. God, we are not an ungrateful people. We are not bastards. That is fatherless ones. That's not us. We are those that have the greatest there is none besides you. There is none like you. You said that you were the Lord and besides you, there is none other. 
You are the greatest, and we call you our Father. That word Father means life giver. You are our Father. We call you our Abba. Abba simply is like the word Daddy. It's a more intimate word. Father, that's this external force that we don't have any connectivity to. You are our Abba. Come on, y'all, press with me. You are Abba, A-B-B-A. You are Abba, which means we have intimacy with you. It means you know us and we know you. And Jeremiah chapter 1, you said before you formed us in our mother's womb, you knew us. You are Abba and you knew us. You are Abba and you knew us. You are our Father. You are our light giver. And we thank you for that. We thank you that in, in Proverbs, you say that the wisdom your word teaches, it becomes mother to us. Literally, wisdom is personified as a woman that's a mother. And the, your word, what it does is it literally becomes a mother to us, which means in you is everything that we need. Come on. You're everything that we need. You have the wisdom we need. You have the strength we need. You have the focus we need. You have the knowledge we need. You have the compassion we need. You have the consistency we need. You have the breakthrough we need. In you is everything that we need. And for that, we tell you thank you. We just want to spend some time tonight loving on our God. Come on, y'all, pray with me. We just want to spend some time tonight loving on our God, letting you know you are our God. That word God is the sixth century word gudan, which means source. You are our source. We don't look to a job. We don't look to people. We don't look to an economy. We don't look to a government. We certainly don't look to a political party. We look to you. You are our source. Forgive us, God, for making anything else our source when you are our source. You are our God. You are our Father. You are our protector. You are our provider. You are consistent. You are dependable. You are reliable. You said this, oh, magnify the Lord with me in your word, which means we have to, Psalm 34, 3, we have to make sure that we consistently magnify you, not because you need to be reminded of who you are, but so that we make sure that we know who you are. The worst thing that can happen is for somebody not to recognize who you are and they be chasing what they already have and they be chasing what they already have. Forgive us, God, for chasing in people what we already had in you. Forgive us, God, for running after in people what we've already had in you. You have the answers that we need. You have the strategy that we need. You have the structure that we need. Everything that we need, we find it in you. And so tonight, God, we just say thank you. We enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. We enter your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. And tonight, God, we pray that you would hear our prayers. Hear us, O oh God, and do not turn a deaf ear to us. Hear us, and we pray that you would answer us. Hear us, and we pray that you would respond to us tonight in the name of Jesus. And for that, we say thank you. Now, we ask you to forgive us for all of our sins, God, those committed knowingly and unknowingly. Forgive us for our iniquity. That's generational sin that we pass down and around. Forgive us, God, for transgression. This is when we've willfully deviated from what we knew to be right. And forgive us, God. Even for our uh, uh, a sin, which means to make a mistake or to miss the mark, we ask that you would forgive us for that now in the name of Jesus. And we bless you. And we bless you. And we bless you. And we bless you. The word bless there and one of the Greek words, eulogio, it means to speak well of you. We speak well of our God. Father, forgive us for anything that ever came out of our mouths 
that did not speak well of you. Forgive us, God. Here it is. I hear you loud and clear. Forgive us, God, for being like Job's wife said, just curse God and die. And some of us, God, didn't recognize that when we complained, we were really cursing you. Come on here. Some of us didn't recognize that when we complained, we were really cursing you. Father, forgive us for putting our mouths against you. Forgive us, God, for saying anything contrary to you. Forgive us for accusing you and indicting you of false charges and of false things simply because we didn't get our way. You are our God, not a genie. You are our God, not a, not, not a wish master. You are our God. So we ask that you would forgive us tonight for cursing you, forgive us for speaking ill of you, forgive us for speaking crazy to you, forgive us, watch me, not just for doing it to you, God, but forgive us for doing it to those that are in your image and your likeness. God, we pray you forgive us for how we've mishandled any people. Come on, y'all better go with me and pray tonight. It is a crime, God, for us to only talk about how we treat you and then do not pay attention to how we created or how we treat what's been created in your image and in your likeness. Forgive us for how we've treated other people if it's been an error. Forgive us for attitudes. Forgive us for, uh, for not handling things with clear communication. Forgive us for not handling your people right. Y'all better pray with me tonight. Forgive us, God. If you know you've ever done something to another person that wasn't right, just say, forgive me, Lord. And that ought to be everybody, because everybody up on here, me included, has, has, has not always treated another person the right way. Not always handle another person the right way. Forgive us, God. And forgive us finally, God, for how we've handled us. We are made in your image and your likeness. Forgive us for mishandling ourselves. Forgive us for mismanaging ourselves. Forgive us, God, for talking crazy to ourselves. We cancel every negative word that we've spoken over ourselves. Pray with me. We cancel every curse you've ever spoken over ourselves. Anytime we said we're dumb or we're stupid or we can't make it or it's not going to work or anytime we ever limited what we said or complained even about ourselves, we were cursing you because anything that's in your image and in your likeness to complain about it is to complain about you. To curse it is to curse you. And so we ask that you would forgive us for that tonight in the name of Jesus. Now hear us as we pray tonight in Jesus' name. Somebody ought to just say hallelujah right there. We went for about 15 minutes straight. Somebody ought to say hallelujah right there. Do me a favor. Every platform, like this video. Tell me where you're watching from and share. When you share, people get saved. So listen, I want to start prayer out tonight with this particular scripture. I did a reel on it uh, last week, and uh, and it, that will is going crazy. Psalm 141 and 3. Psalm 141 and 3. Everybody look at me. You and I are in the image and the likeness of God. So the question is, what's God's image? What's God's likeness? God is a spirit. Okay, God is spirit. This is what the Bible tells us. God is spirit, and they that worship him, that's John 4, 24, must worship him in spirit and in truth. So since God is a spirit, everybody pay attention. If we're made in his image and likeness, this means you and I are spirits. Okay, okay. Well, what type of spirit is he? He's a speaking spirit. Now, why is it important to know that he's a speaking spirit? Because the Bible makes it clear that there's a such thing, Mark 9, 25, as a deaf and a dumb spirit, where it's a non-speaking spirit. So it's important to note that he is a, <clears throat> God, our God is a speaking spirit. So if we're in his image and likeness, this means that we are speaking spirits. We're tripart beings. Drop a three in the comments. 
This means that we are, uh, we possess a body, physical body. We live <clears throat> in a physical body. We possess a soul. That's our mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. And we are a speaking spirit. This is your subconscious mind. This is who you are without trying. This is your subconscious mind. The Bible says that that spirit, who we really are, pre-existed our body. That's Jeremiah chapter 1. Okay? Now, this is important because everything we see our God do, what does he do? He speaks it. He speaks it. In Genesis, and God said, and there was. Watch me. Even when Jesus was healing people, even if he uh, laid his hands or even if he, uh, you know, made little mud pies, what, what did you often see him do? He spoke. He spoke. He spoke. He spoke. When Jesus was dealing with the centurion, he said, you don't have to come to my house. All you have to do is speak the word. Now, let me do this because this is powerful. Um, he said, you don't even have to come to my home. He said, all you have to do is release the word. And if you say it, my servant will be healed. That's Matthew 8, 8. He said, all you have to do is speak. Now, this is important. So if we're in the image and likeness of God, and everything God does, he does it through speaking. He does it through voice. He, watch me, he creates with his words. He destroys with his words. Watch me. He blesses with his words. He curses with his words. This is Isaiah 45. Okay, you'll notice when we pray, I always give you scripture. Okay, because you got to go back to the word. Which means Psalm 141 says, set a guard over my mouth. So watch me. To keep my lips from speaking thoughtlessly, Amplified says. Because if we are speaking spirits, and we are, and we're in his image and his likeness there, what does this mean? This means that you will create with your mouth and you will destroy with your mouth. Come on here. Come on here. You will go up because of your mouth and you will go down because of your mouth. You will be rich because of your mouth. You will be opposite rich because of your mouth. I say, I, don't even, I can't even let that word come out of my mouth. I can't even let, I can't even say that phrase out of my mouth. You got it? You will be healed because of your mouth. You will be ill because of your mouth. You gotta hear that. So Psalm 141 and 3 says, set a guard over my mouth to keep my lips from speaking thoughtlessly. Because a lot of what you're looking at came out your mouth. A lot of what you're looking at came out your mouth. You said things like this. And, and let me give you this, and then we gotta pray. We gotta cover it in prayer. Because every idle word, the Bible says that men will give account. Men will give account for every idle word that you speak. That's Matthew 12, 36. So what does this mean? It means things that you don't think are a big deal. Heaven says you're a speaking spirit. You're in the image and likeness of God. We did what you asked. We did what you asked. Psalm 103:20. The Lord listens for the angels, the mighty ones. They hearken unto the voice of his word, which means when you speak, angels can't tell the difference between him and you. <clears throat> They can. So watch me. When you say it is what it is. Okay. So that's why you got what it was instead of what you wanted. That's what you got. That's why you got what it was instead of what you wanted. Well, you know what? I, you know, <clears throat> I'm very careful with my words. Like you, you use words like little. So that's why you didn't get much. You use phrases like you broke. That's why you were broke. 
You use phrases like, oh, you're so sick. That's why you're always sick. I remember, I remember one time early when we started our church, there was this couple and they were always sick. I said, I ain't never met people with more sicknesses. What are y'all doing? I said, I've never met more people with more sickness issues. And then all I did is I listened to how they speak. I said, this is because of your mouth. This, your mouth is what's doing this to you. You did this. Your mouth did this. Got it? So, Father, according to Psalm 141 and 3, guard our mouths. Set a guard over our mouths. What does that mean? Do not let certain things come out of our mouths. Set a guard. That word guard there is only used one time in the entire Bible, and it's the word shamar. It literally means guard, watch our mouths. In other words, God set something that makes us watch our mouths so that we do not speak carelessly, so that we do not speak thoughtlessly. Because if we're speaking spirits, we will create with our mouths, we will destroy with our mouths, we will bless with our mouths, we will curse with our mouths, we'll go up because of our mouths, and we'll go the opposite of up because of our mouths. So God, we cancel everything that's come out of our mouth that's not a blessing about ourselves. We cancel everything that's come out of our mouth that doesn't agree with your word about us. We cancel everything that's come out of our mouths that is not prosperity. And prosperity is the word shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all the way, all is well in Jesus' name. Watch this. Look at this testimony on Instagram. I just said I was healed and my pain just went away. Now watch me. But some of y'all, when you begin to get your words together, you're going to experience some suddenlies. You're going to experience some suddenlies. Matter of fact, we put that word in the atmosphere. Suddenly, our phone's about to ring with good news. Come on. Suddenly, our text is about to get some good news. Suddenly, we're going to get an email with some good news. <clears throat> Suddenly, somebody's going to send me a million dollars. Suddenly, come on, put it in the atmosphere. You're going to get new clients. Suddenly, your body will be healed. Can you put suddenly in the atmosphere? So if, watch me. If we're speaking spirits, put a suddenly on it. Put a suddenly. And then can you put a suddenly for what you want to see manifest in your life? And suddenly, your entire family is saved. And suddenly, I don't know who this is for. The state releases your money. Wave at me. Who is that? Who is that? I just heard the Lord loud and clear. There's somebody you're watching me right now. And you have an issue with the state. More specifically, it's a tax issue with the state. And they've been trying to hold up your money. You're going back and forth with them. Who are you? You wave at me. Because I just heard the Lord call your situation out. God says he heard you. And he's about to make them release you. I see you over there on YouTube. I see you over there on YouTube. <clears throat> In Jesus' name. Suddenly. Come on, put this, put this word in the atmosphere. Immediately, immediately, immediately. We see this word over and over and over again in the Bible. Suddenly, immediately. Oh, that's a few hands to see. Immediately, immediately, in Jesus' name. You have the help you need immediately. You have the right people in the right seats immediately. All things work together for your good immediately. And it is so. And God turns the hearts of those that have been against you immediately. In Jesus' name, set a guard over our mouths to keep us from speaking foolishly and carelessly. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Oh, that's good. Suddenly, you owe nobody anything except to love them. Suddenly, you're totally debt free. Good God Almighty. All right, suddenly. <clears throat> now, listen to this, y'all. Um, this is how I wanted to start prayer tonight. Because, uh, and I teach about it a lot, but it's one of those things that it's easy to go back. And here's the next thing we're going to cover in prayer. It's easy to go back to your defaults. Your defaults. It's easy to go back to your defaults. All right. Uh, what does that mean? Um, if you if you're used to speaking negative, right? If you're used to speaking negative, it's easy to go back to your defaults. That's why Romans 12 2 says, don't conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. In other words, renewing over and over again. I got to keep this at the forefront of my mind because my mind will try to go back to its default. So if you speak, if you just speak carelessly, you'll often go back to your default. Right? Um, if you speak negatively, you'll go back to your default. If you're used to saying things like you're broke, you'll go back to your default. But Bishop, how do I say it in a way to articulate that, that, you know, I'm unable to do that? See, your whole thinking is wrong. Your whole thinking is wrong. See, a better way to say all of that is um, um, that's not wisdom for me to do right now. All right? If you ever need to say that, we, you don't release words like that. If, if you're in the process of a healing, I, I, listen, anytime, I don't get ill often. You know why? Because of what I just said. I don't, I don't, I'm 100% healthy. I'm 100% healed. That is my confession. All right? These are my confessions. That's my confession. That's my declaration. So if it ever happens and someone ever asks, how do you feel? You want to know what I say, Regina? Here's my response. I feel amazing. I can say that. <laughs> I feel amazing. I feel great. And you might feel like, well, Bishop, I'm lying. No, you're not. You're speaking spirit. You're prophesying. You're speaking spirit. You're prophesying. You're speaking spirit. You're prophesying. All right. I need to, I need to jump here. I need to jump because I need you to see this. I need you to see this real fast. I need you to see this real fast. Um, just put, just put this in the, put this in the, um, put this in the comments. Just say it's happening now. That's that's same as immediately, same as suddenly. The words matter, and it's easy to go to your defaults. It's easy to go to your defaults. God, don't let us. Go to our default if our default isn't divine. Don't let us go to our default in our actions. Don't let us go to our default in our words if our default is not divine. Only allow our default to be divine. Do not cause us, God, to do what Romans 12, to go back and conform to the pattern that we were and the pattern of the world and the pattern of how we used to speak and how we used to act. Y'all ready for this? Let's push this further. God, don't let us go to the default of our thinking. Because for many, you go back to the way you think. You overthink things. So you think people against you because you think your thinking ain't right. You think people ain't trying to be nice to you because your thinking ain't right. You always think you got to run because your thinking ain't right. Mm -mm. Do not let us go back to the thinking of our actions, default. Don't let us go back to the default of our words. Don't let us, let us go back to the default of our actions. Don't let us go back to the default of our thoughts. 
in Jesus' name. Um, listen, when you default, has anybody ever had this happen to you? I've had this happen to me. Um, one of the reasons that um, I used to hate getting a new phone, I, I got another one on the way because, um, well, anyway, I got another one on the way because this Apple, this last Apple update needs an update. So, <clears throat> but one of the reasons I used to hate getting a new phone is because of the programming process. I hated having to start all over, reprogramming a new phone like my previous phone. Listen carefully. There's two things of revelation God's going to give us, and then I get you to give this scripture. Do me a favor. Share on whatever platform you're on. If you haven't shared, when you share, people get saved. If you haven't shared, tap that share button. So I used to hate getting a new phone because you have to go through the process of doing it. As phones begin to matriculate, then it became much easier to transfer information on the phone. But sometimes if the transfer doesn't happen, if the transfer, if the phone doesn't transfer over, a lot of your settings don't transfer over. Wave at me if you've ever had this happen. So now you have to go back through your new phone and you have to program it correctly because it was set to the default. You gotta hear that. It was set to the default. <clears throat> so watch me. I, there's certain settings I don't like the default. I have it the way I want it. But if it doesn't transfer properly, listen carefully to me. If it doesn't transfer properly, let me see if I can say it another way. If while I'm transitioning from one phone to the next, if in the transition, the transfer isn't right, then I have to go through and reset the settings to what I set it to. And you want to know where most of us go to our default is in transition. You know where most of us go to our default is when we're dealing with temporary circumstances and situations. So you end up going to your default when you're in transition. Father, I pray that whatever transitions, whatever temporary things we're dealing with, whatever changes that we're currently dealing with, that we would not go to our default if our default isn't divine. In Jesus' name. Okay? When you, all right, let's go here. Um, let me show you the power of this. Because somebody said, Bishop, I just, you know, I'm just, I just keep it like it is. I'm real. I'm real. I'm real. You keep, watch me. Being real does not mean that you cannot also walk by faith. I'm real. Keep it 100. But, ooh, you're going to get faith out of my, my mouth. Even people who who, who around me, uh, uh, they'll tell you, that I'll, I'll, I'll be very careful. Um, I strive, let me say it this way, to be very careful in how I use my words and in what I say. Because he's going to give me Numbers 14, 28, exactly what he heard me say. So, Father, since you're going to give us exactly what you heard us say, let us only say what we want to see. Let us only say what we want to see. Let us only pray what we want to possess. Let us only sow what we want to reap. Let us only give what we want to receive. Because you said you will give us exactly what you heard us say. You said that, sir. You said that. Okay. I strive to be very careful um, with my words. And, and let me tell you why. In 2 Kings chapter 4, in 2 Kings, ooh, this is so good. I'm about to shout. I am about to shout. I'm about to shout. I'm about to shout. Can somebody just do the little run emoji in the comments? Can somebody just do the run emoji in the comments? In 2 Kings chapter 4, um, there is this woman. And this particular woman, <clears throat> uh, let's go down here. This particular woman, let me just give you the story. One day, Elisha went to the town of Shunem. A wealthy woman lived there, so she's wealthy. 
She urged him to come, um, come to her home for a meal. After that, whenever he passed away, he stopped for some leave. So she's wealthy and she served the man of God. Number three, uh, she said to her husband, I'm sure this man who stops him from time to time is a holy man of God. Let us build a room for him on the roof and furnish it with a bed, a table, a chair, and a lamp so he'll have a place to stay when he comes back. She's wealthy. She serves the man of God. Watch me. She, don't only, she doesn't only serve the man of God, but watch me. But she recognizes that what he's providing for, she builds a room for him and a home, which means she honors the man of God. It's past appreciation month. Just have to do it in there. Let's go. Verse 11, one day Elisha returned to Shunem and went to the upper room to rest. He said to his servant Gehazi, tell the woman I want to speak to her. When she appeared, Elijah, Elisha said to Gehazi, tell her, we appreciate how kind you've been to us. What can we do for you? Can we put in a good word for you to the king or the commander of the army? So pay attention. Now watch me. Her honor and her serving has now set her up. Father, let our serve and our honor set us up. Let our serve and our honor set us up. I'm trying to get you somewhere. I just need to get you to this point, right? I just want you to see the backstory, all right? She replied, no, sir, my family takes good care of me. Verse 14, later Elijah asked Gehazi, what can we do for her? Gehazi said, well, she doesn't have her son and her husband's an old man. He said, call her back again. So um, he calls her back to the room. And Elijah says to her, watch me. You better hear me. You better hear me. This is going to make me shout. She never prayed for what he's about to pronounce. You got to hear that. She never prayed for what she's about to, uh, uh, for what he's about to pronounce. Elijah says to her, he's the prophet. He's the man of God. He's the spiritual son of Elijah. He says, by this time next year, you're going to be holding a son in your arms. What? I didn't even ask for that. I didn't even ask for that. No, my Lord, she cried. Oh, man of God, don't deceive me and get my hopes up like that. Because in the Hebrew culture, um, your ability to bear children uh, really spoke to your identity as it related to as a woman. So if you couldn't have kids, you didn't feel like you were really a complete woman. So she's wealthy, but she doesn't have kids and her husband can't give her a child and she ain't the cheating type. Let's just call us, let's call us spade a spade. I want you to pay close attention. But her serve and her honor set her up. I just heard the Lord say to prophesy. God, I pray that I pray, God, that honor, that honor, can you release that word in the comments? Honor. I pray that honor, that honor would cause you to give what was not even asked for. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Honor. What is honor? Honor is respect. What is honor? It's acquiescence. Proof of honor is adaptation, which means this ain't how I normally do it, but this is who this this how he wanted, so I'm gonna honor that. This is not what I normally say, but this is how he wants, so I'm gonna honor that. This is not what I normally do, but this is how he wanted, so I'm gonna honor that. Honor caused her, you gotta hear me. Honor caused this woman to get what she did not ask for. So much so when the man of God pronounces it, she's like, no, sir, it's okay. Just don't get my hopes up. Just don't get my hopes up. I pray your serve and your honor get you what you didn't even ask for. But sure enough, the woman became pregnant. Shut up. I don't mean that literally. It's just good to me. And at that time, the following year, she had a son, just like Elijah said. Verse 18. One day when the son was older he, uh, and he was working with the harvesters, he cried out, my head hurts, my head hurts. He said, carry him home to his mother. Later that uh, afternoon, the boy died. She carried him up, laid him on the bed of the man of God. Remember, she built the room for him. 
and left him there. She sent a message to her husband. Send one of the servants and a donkey so I can go hurry to the man of God and I'll be right back. He said, why go today? Um, why go today? It's not a festival or a Sabbath. She says, uh, uh, but she said, it will be all right. You better hear me. But she said, it will be all right. Listen, okay. Verse 24, she saddles the donkey. She goes to see the man of God. Now, this is powerful. I want you to pay attention to what she didn't do. I just, just listen to me carefully. Just listen to me carefully. I'm not knocking uh, anything. I'm just showing you what she did. She didn't call her doctor. She said, let me get to the man of God. She didn't call her banker. She said, let me get to the man of God. Father, let us do it your way and not our way. Come on, can you put can you put this in the comments? Your way, God. Your way, God. Your way, God. Your way, God. Not only did she not panic, she didn't call the doctor. She didn't call her lawyer. She didn't call the life insurance agent. She didn't, you know what she said? She said, nope, let me get to, I need a word now. Come on here, let us do it your way, God. She said, I need a word. She said, I need a word. She says, listen, she said, I ain't calling my business coach. She says, no, I need a word. I'm not calling my husband. She said, I didn't, watch me. She didn't even tell her husband what was going on. She said, no, I'm not, look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm not going to say anything until I talk to the man of God. Father, let us do it your way. Father, let us do it your way. I seek healing to whatever your breathing issues over there on TikTok are. In Jesus' name, speak this in the comments. I am healed. Let us do it your way. She says, I need instructions. I need divine instructions. I pray that we would not go get counsel until we have heard divine counsel. Did y'all hear what I just said? You on the phone calling your friend, stop. Get to the man of God. Get to the man of God. Did you hear what I just said? Did you see what this woman did? Her son that she didn't even ask for just died from some type of head injury or some type of head trauma because she said, my head hurts, my head hurts. My head hurts, my head hurts. She takes the child, puts him in the room with a man of God. Why? You ready for this? Oh, my God. I'm, this is teaching, preaching, and praying and prophesying tonight. Why did she go put him in the man of God's room? Because nobody goes in there except the man of God. In other words, she said, I don't want anybody to see this until I know what to say. Father, help us to know what nobody needs to see yet. Oh, my God. Help us to know and help us to see. Help us to know and help us to see um, what nobody needs to see. Help us to know what nobody needs to know about yet. Oh, my God. Are you getting this tonight? Jesus, she puts him in the room in a man of God because she knows nobody's going to go in there. In other words, she said, Tasha, she said, I don't want everybody in the house seeing this. She's a wealthy woman, so she knows she's got servants in the house. She says, but I don't, she said, I don't need nobody else seeing this right now. I don't need nobody else to know about this. Right. For some of you, I hear you loud and clear. Don't be post, you post too much. You post too much and you say too much. And you talk too much. God's about to change your default. You say too much. And you post too much. And you talk too much. Watch me. She didn't even tell her husband. This is his son. She doesn't even tell her husband. Because he said, I don't need to say anything. I don't need to do it. I don't need nobody to see this until I know what to say about this. 
I don't need to tell nobody else about this until I get a word about this. I don't need to tell, mm -mm, uh -uh. she didn't call her mama, mama. She didn't call her grandmama. She didn't call her daddy. She said, I need to get to the man of God. I need a word. Put him in this room. Watch me. And I'm not going to have somebody else to do it. I'm going to do it myself. Everybody stay with me in the comments. I don't need side preachers and parking lot prophets. Stay with me. Let's go. All right. Let's go. In, in 2 Kings chapter 4, listen carefully. She said it will be all right. She goes um, in verse 25. As she approached the mount of God at Mount Carmel, Elisha saw her in the distance. He said to Gehazi, Gehazi was his servant, saying, look, the woman from Shunem is coming. Run out to meet her and ask her, is everything all right? Watch this question. Is everything all right with you, with your husband, and with your child? Is everything all right with you, your husband, and your child? Listen to this. This is going to shout me. This is going to shout me good. This is going to shout me good. God, let us lock in the next part of the response. Let this be our response. Let this be our response. The woman's son is dead. The father, her husband, she didn't tell him. She took the body of her son that she didn't even ask for. She lays him in the man of God's room so no one goes in there. So that no one will see it. You ready? Listen to her response. Gehazi says, is everything good? Is everything all right with you, your husband, and your child? Her child is dead. Most people would be, oh, my God. <clears throat> yes, the woman told Gehazi, everything, watch me, I'm going to get up and run, is fine. Please, somebody run for me. Please, somebody run for me. Please, somebody run for me. Please, somebody, I'm so serious. Please, somebody run for me. Her son is dead. The man sends his servant. The man of God sends his servant and asks her, is everything all right with you, your husband, and your child? Her response is, thank you, Shante. Her response, I see y'all running for me in the comments. Thank you, Lashon. Her response is, yes, everything's fine. Lock that response in us, God. <laughs> Lock that response in us, God. Lock that response in us, God. Let this be our response to everything. Let this be our response to everything. Yes, everything is fine. One version says, yes, all is well. One version says, yes, it's all, everything's all right. Lock this response in us. Everything is fine. So what did she get? What she said. What did she get? She got what she said. Because she was a speaking spirit. Verse 27. But when she came to the man of God at the mountain, she fell to the ground, caught a hold of his feet. And Gehazi began to push away. But the man of God said, leave alone. She's trouble. And the Lord didn't tell me what it is. Then she said, did I ask you for a son, my Lord? Did you not deceive me? Get my hopes up. Elisha said, Gehazi, get ready to travel. Take my staff. Don't talk to anybody along the way. Don't say that to nobody. And says, and lay the staff on the child's face. But the boy's mother says, as surely as the Lord your God lives, I'm not going home unless you come home with me. And so uh, let me skip all these verses. We get down uh, to verse uh, number um, 36. Then Elisha summoned Gehazi, called the child's mother, and he said, and Elisha said, here, take your son. Here, take your son. She got exactly what she said. Everything was fine. 
God locked that response in us. She said it, so that's what she saw. I pray that when you feel stressed, your response will be, everything is fine. Practice it in these comments. Everything is fine. I pray that when you get news that you didn't want to hear, your response is, everything is fine. Everything is fine. And I want you to pay attention. The husband still was never told. Because some of y'all, yeah, but this is my spouse. And listen carefully, listen carefully. There are some things where you got to know, wait a minute, I don't need to, I don't, you have to ask God for discernment to know, okay, even if that's your mama, that's your spouse, that's your cousin, that's your this, your that. There are certain things you have to ask God for discernment. Do I need to say something? Because watch me, you think you're just talking to them, but you're not. You're speaking to the atmosphere. You think you're just talking to them. You're not. You're speaking to angels that are listening to you. You think you're just speaking to them. You're not. Death can hear you. Death can hear you. Death can hear you. The Bible says in Exodus that the death angel was released, which means that there are angels whose assignments are to bring death. Death can hear you. Life can hear you. Money can hear you. You got to hear me. You got to hear me. You got to hear me. Your future can hear you. Your present can hear you. Who's about to bless you can hear you. There are certain things. You, you, you just, there's nothing to say other than everything is fine. And I just want to vent sometimes. You better learn how to vent in code. Father, show us how to vent in code. I'm so serious. <laughs> I'm so serious. Ruth, your future can hear you, Ruth. It hears you. Okay, can I give you another scripture? It looks like we're going to focus on this all night in prayer. Who's been blessed tonight in prayer? See, when we pray, God responds. That's why I give you revelation. Prayer is not just blah, 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 blah. In Jesus' name, amen. That's not prayer. Prayer is not a monologue. It's a dialogue. God responds to us in prayer. He responds to us in prayer. Okay, let me give you an example of this. Let me give you an example of this. Um, uh, I'm going to show you this <clears throat> real fast. Do me a favor, share whatever platform you're on. When you share, people get saved. When you share, people get saved. If we were to go to Mark uh, chapter 11, we're going to look at a few verses. I want you to see that your future can hear you, which is why your confession has to be everything is fine. Your confession has to be everything is fine. But because I don't feel it, baby, feelings aren't facts. Your confession have to be everything. This man, this woman's son died. And her response is, everything is fine. I'm not saying anything. The only one she told what was going on was the man of God. Can I go deep and give you revelation as to why? Can I give, go deep and give you revelation as to why? Let me give you revelation as to why. Get out of there with that foolishness. Let me give you a revelation as to why. It's kind of like um, in the Roman Catholic Church, when you go for confession to a priest, all right? Um, and, if, and I don't want to go too deep on a tangent on that, but when you go into a confession, those conversations are not admissible into a court. Now, can I go deep for a moment in prayer? If I can go, say, go, Bishop. You can't, you can't actually take those conversations. Those, that's protected conversations. It's kind of like attorney-client privilege. Those things cannot be, it's very rare that you can pierce those conversations um, and take those conversations outside of that. It's protected conversation. So the only one she told 
April. What was happening was the man of God, because this was a protected conversation. Protected from who? Can I teach you tonight before we finish this last piece of prayer? Heaven is like a court. God is a judge. He's also our advocate, our defense attorney, counselor. This is the mean like, like counselor in the way that we think of counselor is another term for an attorney. He's the judge. He's the attorney. Listening to me carefully. You ready? And we're surrounded by this great cloud of witnesses. So the Bible says in Revelation 12 that Satan is the accuser of the brethren, standing before God, accusing you day and night which means all day, which means all day, God, or Satan rather, is standing accusing you before the Lord. They said this, you got to give them this. They said this, if you ever had a tussle with the law, um, they say these phrases to you. Anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law. You ready? But there's some exceptions because what cannot be used is protected conversations. Y'all better come on here. Oh, God, this is so much revelation in prayer. What cannot be used are protected conversations. So the reason she said nothing to know, to anyone else, and the only one she spoke to was the man of God about it, is because that's a protected conversation. The enemy cannot use what she said to him against her. Katrina, let's go. The enemy cannot use, Nakia, what she said to him against her because that's inadmissible as evidence. Come on here, Pastor Leon. That's inadmissible as evidence. This is a whole Bible study tonight and prayer. It's inadmissible. So the reason she said, I can't say nothing to nobody else is he said, because the enemy's gonna be able to use anything I say against me. But this is protected conversation. He can't use this. This is inadmissible in the court. This is inadmissible in the court. This is inadmissible in the court. You cannot use protected conversations, okay? There's attorney-client privilege and there's clergy privilege, which means what you say in those settings is inadmissible. You gotta hear me. Okay, let me get this last scripture and then we gotta go. It's 751, prayer goes fast. Do me a favor, share on every platform. If you haven't shared, make sure you share. When you share, people get saved. Your future can hear your words. Your future can hear your words. In Mark chapter 11, we see this principle. The next day, as they were leaving Bethany, <clears throat> Jesus was hungry. Seeing in the distance a fig tree in leaf, meaning it was beginning to produce leaves, he went to find out if he had any fruit. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves um, because it was not the season for figs. In other words, it looked like it had fruit, but it didn't have fruit. In other words, it, it presented like it had something that it didn't have. Verse 14, then he said to the tree, watch. May no one ever eat fruit from you again. Listen to the words. May no one ever, future, eat fruit from you again. Future, future. Verse 15. On reaching Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple courts and began driving out those who were buying, selling, goes, 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 goes. Let's skip on down. Verse 20. In the morning, as they went along, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots. Peter remembered and said to Jesus, listen, Rabbi, the fig tree you cursed has withered. Wait a minute. Jesus never said, I cursed you. I'm going to teach and we're going to shout and pray right now. Jesus never said, I cursed you. He never said that. Jesus said, you will never produce fruit again. 
And the Bible says the next day in the future, this thing was dried up. You got to hear this revelation. Trenisha, you got to hear this revelation. What have you reported that heaven calls a curse? Father, don't let us curse our futures. Our futures can hear us. Our futures can hear us. Our futures can hear us. When Jesus said, what is curse and power to fail? When Jesus said, may no one ever eat fruit from you again, he cursed it because he was empowering it to fail. And there are some things you have spoken. There's some things you have spoken. There's some things. Most people say the tree was cursed. No, no, no. Jesus cursed it. He cursed it by simply killing off its ability to produce. What have you stopped your ability to produce because of your mouth? I pray that you would be, that we would be fruitful, that we would be productive, that we would see great results. I pray that we would not curse our own future because our future hears us. We will always live in abundance. We will always live in overflow. We will always have more than enough. We will always be in the right place at the right time. Your future can hear you. Please release that in the comments. My future hears me. My future, for some of you, don't mess your future up. Maybe you're single and you mess your future up. I can't find, shut your mouth. You will have the right fit at the right time in Jesus' name. Your future hears you. Well, you know, they saying this about the economy. I don't care what they saying. I, did, I dictate my economy and I my economy is amazing. My economy is well. God, our future hears us. So let us only release in the future what we want to receive and to see in the future. In Jesus' name, set a guard over our mouths. That's as far as we're going to get tonight. Set a guard over our mouths. Set a guard over our mouths. With the last five minutes in prayer that we have tonight, I want us to hit three, three areas real quickly. Um, do me a favor. If you haven't shared, make sure that you share. And it's really not a favor for me. It's a favor for who you share prayer with because they're going to be blessed. I want you, um, we're going to go to the three areas of prayer. Number one, to pray. That means to ask for yourself. Number two, supplication. This is to pray for another Christian. And number three, number three, this is um, to pray the prayer of intercession. John chapter nine says that the only prayer that is heard of an unbeliever is a prayer of salvation because prayer is a privilege. It's not a right. We get to do it. We don't, we, we don't have to do it. So I want you to drop in the comments a prayer for yourself. This is for you. Don't put nothing about your kids. Don't put nothing about your husband. Don't put nothing about your wife. Don't put nothing about nobody else. When you ask, you're asking for yourself. Take a few moments and type in the comments your prayer request. Then after you do, well, actually, I'm going to cover that. I'm going to cover that. Father, I cover every single prayer request. This is what you're asking for yourself. The word to pray means to ask. I pray, God, that every single prayer request now, God, that it would be a praise report. Father, you gave me this phrase several weeks ago, bring me a praise report. I pray that by next Monday, that there will be a praise report about the prayer request that they released in Jesus' name. I pray that by next Monday, they would see movement. Some things are going to happen suddenly. And there's some things that they're going to have to be like those 10 lepers. As they went, they were healed, which means they had to keep it moving. I pray, God, that we would be as specific as we can be. I pray just like that Shunammite woman said, 
everything is fine. Everything is fine. All right, number two, can I get you to drop a prayer for another believer? You said, I don't know somebody to pray for. Type BKF in the comments. Pray for me. Pray for me. Matter of fact, just pray for me, period. Pray for me, period. Listen, what's wrong? Ain't nothing wrong. Everything is fine. <laughs> All right? And that's for real. All right? Everything is fine. God is good. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that every person we're praying for, matter of fact, would you tag them? Tag them. Let them know they're being prayed for right now. Father, we are their backup in the spirit. We make supplication for them, which means we supplement and we back up. We back up their prayer. And we pray, God, that you would literally answer prayers, that you would literally give revelation. You would give strength. Whatever they need, God, we pray over them. Second Kings, everything is fine for them in the name of Jesus. And finally, let's go to this third area. We pray for those that are not saved. Can you drop the initials or even tag somebody that doesn't know the Lord? Drop the initials or tag somebody that doesn't know the Lord. Father, we pray that you would do whatever you need to do to draw them unto you. You are the God that answers prayer. Your word says it is your will that all men might be saved. That's everybody. That's 1 Timothy chapter 2, which means, God, if it's your will that everybody will be saved, do what you must do, God, to get them to you. Bring them out of whatever relationship. Bring them out of whatever thinking. Bring them out of, I just heard the Lord loud and clear, bring them out of whatever depression that they're in. Bring them out of whatever anxiety that they're in. In the name of Jesus. And I pray, God, that they would be saved and surveyed and that their salvation would be a praise report. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I just saw somebody over here on TikTok. You talk about some charges. I heard the Lord say loud and clear, you're about to have a Joseph-type situation. You're about to have a Joseph-type situation in your life with that. What does that mean? Go look at Joseph's life in Genesis. You're about to have a Joseph-type situation, and the Lord is with you and will grant you great favor in Jesus' name. All right, we got one minute left tonight. I pray prayer bless you tonight. If it bless you, make sure that you share, guys. When you share, people get saved. Last two things I want to do uh, tonight. If prayer bless you, I encourage you to sow into it. Always bless what blesses you. Uh, and here's our seed tonight. Oh, God, I can't wait to get this seed in the ground. This, my, this, this is my favorite seed, like, of the last seven days. I could not wait to get this seed in the ground. From 2 Kings chapter 4, I used to be able to text it from my iPad. I can't do that now, but I'll do it as soon as we get off. From 2 Kings chapter 4, when she says, everything is fine uh, and everything is all right. That's verse 26. That's our seed tonight, 26. Now, you may want to do 62. Do that. You may want to do 2,600. Do that. You may want to do... Uh, and 60, whatever, but whatever you sow, put a two and a six in it, and here's going to be your declaration. Everything is fine. That's your declaration. How can you sow? Use the cash app. Dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify, all of that's available. The email is hello at harvestchurch.church. Hello at harvestchurch.church. You can sow that way too. Somebody over here says, can somebody sow for me? They don't have it. All right, there's one. Who will, who will sow for that person? All right, who's going to sow? And, and when we say sow, make you sow, sow what our target of the seed is. Who's going to sow for that person? There's one that said that. I just need to know somebody waving, but who's going to sow for that person? Who's going to sow for them? Who's going to sow? Wait, no, just wave at me. Wave on me. Um, while we're doing that, um, 
Well, oh God, that's so good to me. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. Anybody that ever talks to me knows that, that that's literally how I respond. And I don't care what's going on. I don't care. Trinice, you're going to soak. You're going to soak. That one is covered. All right. Uh, I see somebody on YouTube saying, well, somebody, so for me, okay. Um, uh, BLK, there's somebody named uh, Katina on YouTube. You sold for them. There's two. All right. Uh, Ruth, what's the email? It's hello at harvestchurch.church. Sierra, all right. There's so t- t- for 2 Kings 4, 26. So 26 is the amount. So you can sow whatever you want to sow. Just put those numbers in it, and you're going to call it. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. Tiara, there's somebody over here, EP, you'll sow for them, Tiara. EP's who you're sewing for. EP's who you're sewing for, all right? Is there a Zelle? It is. So you can use cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Former with the number two at the end. PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, and Givelify. That's available, and the email is hello at harvestchurch.church. Hello at harvestchurch.church. Hello at harvestchurch.church. All right. Listen, last thing I want to do, because it's 802. If you um, are not saved, tonight's your night. Secondly, if you're giving your life to the Lord, but you've not been faithful, tonight's your night to come back to the Lord. And thirdly, if you're like, Bishop, I don't know where things stand with God, but I want to be sure wherever you are at, tonight's your night. If you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure, tonight's your night. For everybody that's already saved, already a Christian, don't hop off this live. This is when I need you. I need you to pray. I need you to pray now. Those of you that are asking others to so for you, just hold on one second. We'll get you just a second. All right. Um, but tonight's your night to come to the Lord. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. One, two, three. Wherever you're at, do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. Do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. If you're praying, you let me know that you're praying. Drop the prayer hands in the comment. What are you? What am I praying? Because the scales fall off our eyes and ears that people would come to the Lord tonight. No guilt. No condemnation, no shame. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. There's one, there's two. Already, wherever you're at, there's three. Wherever you're at, tonight's your night. Don't you miss it. This is the most important part for me of prayer. Yes, it's good for people to be blessed to get information and revelation, but it's most important that people come to Jesus because if tomorrow is not promised. Tomorrow is not promised. There's three. What is the scale? Something that blocks you and stops you. Something that blocks you and stops The connection came out about the Joseph. Come back and watch the replay. There's four right there. There's five right there. Wherever you're at, something that blocks. Something that blocks. You're in a safe place. You don't have to worry about being judged. If you're like, well, I don't want to send the button. People may judge me. Anybody going to judge you? Nobody's going to judge you. You're in a safe place. Mr. Foreman, I got more questions. Great. Jesus has got answers. You know what? You didn't demand all them answers when you were buying your car. You just said, I'll figure it out later. You bought the car by faith. You didn't demand all those answers when you bought that house and got that new apartment. You just assumed everything was good and you said, I'll figure out the rest. So don't put God at a standard that you won't even put all these other things. The replay, you better get it as soon as we're done. And you can get it on my IG and on YouTube and Facebook, but it should be on TikTok as soon as we're done. There's at least one more that needs to come to the Lord tonight. Where, where are you at? Do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. There's one, at least one more. We're waiting on you. <clears throat> Come on, it's 804. We're waiting on you. Where are you at? Where are you at? Where are you at? Y'all pray with me. There's one more. And y'all know when we wait, God never lies. To, of course, he never lies to us, but he never. We, we never miss it with that. 
We never miss it. There's at least one more. Where, there you go. I see you. There you go. Look, overflow, there's two. I said at least one more. There's two. There's seven right now. If you need to respond, you can keep doing that. Do the hand with emojis. Say it to me. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. But everybody pray that there's eight. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart. There's nine on YouTube that you are my Lord and my Savior. There's 10. Give me the grace. There's 11. See, to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall or if I fail, give me the grace to get right back up again. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that prayer, you didn't have to feel anything because this is faith, not feelings. Bible says that you are now born again. What does that mean? Your spirit's new. Now, the rest of you, it's going to take a process. And we're all in that process together. Let me walk you through that process. Let me make it simple for you. Let me give you the steps to make this thing easy. You're just going to text Harvest to 55498 right now with your phone. Text Harvest to 55498. When you do that, you're going to enter the option for salvation. And when you do that, you're going to get a message that's going to walk you through the steps of what to do now that you've given your life to the Lord. Praise God for the, was it 11? I just came to the Lord tonight live. There'll be many more on the replay that we won't see, but heaven sees and heaven's rejoicing and we're rejoicing. All right. Last thing. There was a few, um, don't forget, pop up tomorrow. The time you're going live, Bishop, you got a text harvest of 55498, so you get the app, so you get the notification. There were a few that you were asking people to sow. Now, guys, if you're asking someone else to sow, make it because you're unable, not because you're unwilling. Those are two different things. Unable, now, if you got it, you just said, I want to use it for something else. Don't don't, don't say anything, because that's, that's a different heart. If you're unable, because you just don't have $26 or whatever, um, then... Um, then that's that. And I saw a couple, I said the three or four, and we're just going to get you some seed in the ground and we're going to be a blessing. Bishop, how does that work? They didn't do it. There's a story in the scripture about how uh, this man was laying on a bed and this man's friends took him to go see Jesus. The man didn't do anything. Jesus looked at their faith. Watch me. And when he looked at their faith, the Bible says he was healed. So for some of you, you sowing for somebody else is going to get you a breakthrough and them a breakthrough. So much revelation there. I, there's one who I, got, I need somebody to sow for one. What happened to my comments? My comments stopped. Who's going to sow for one? We need one over here on TikTok that somebody will sow for. That will sow for. There's one. There's one. That's all I see so far in the comments is one. Is one. You're going to sow. Crystal's going to sow for you over here on TikTok. Right? That's all I see. I don't see any others. I saw others earlier, but maybe they have to. There's a second. Uh, oh, you're going to sow. Okay, there's a second. All right, so is there another one that's unable? There you go. So the hand that was just there, you're going to sow for T, 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 Laddie. And again, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing your handle. I'm just trying to look at it real fast. The comments are coming in bam, 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 real fast. How can you sow? You can use the cash app. Dollar sign. Bishop Foreman with the number two. Uh, Christy, can you pin that in there for me so I can do that? Dollar sign, Bishop Form with the number two, PayPal, Bidmo, Zell, Givelify. Okay? And there's one more. No, there's two more. Okay, there's just two more. Here, we got to go. There's two more. Two more. There's two more that we're going to that we're gonna sew for. Who will do it for this, these last two? Who will sew for these last two? He said, Mr. Fine, I don't want to do it. Don't do it. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm talking. He gives seed to the sower. I'm talking to sowers. 
I'm talking to swords. There's two. And someone will sew for them. Someone will sew. I'll do one. So I got, I got you, April. All right. And then Legina will do the other. Legina will do the other. All right. Bam. There we go. To God be the glory. All right. I love you guys. I was, you'll sew for one. We got overflow. All right. We sew for one. We got overflow. Fred, you, or I don't know. I am DJFR. All right. You'll sew for one too. And uh, I see a hand over here that you can sew for. All right. I love you guys. I pray that you have an amazing night. We're blessed to be a blessing. Think of how blessed you are that you can sew on behalf of someone else. Think of how blessed you are that you get ask someone to sew. Watch me. Here's the blessing of it. And not, listening. you better not feel one ounce of shame. Because I pray this be the last time you not be able to sew. In Jesus' name. Erica, you'll sew for somebody too? You do it. And we, I see another hand. I see a couple of other hands that popped up too. All right. We could go on all night. Here's what I want to do. I want you to know I love you. And I'll see you tomorrow. We're blessed to be a blessing. See you tomorrow for the pop-up. Text Harvest to 55498. Again, thank you all. Yesterday in Denver, people got saved. Yesterday online, people got saved. Yesterday in Atlanta, people got saved. It was an amazing Sunday. Thank you all for your prayers. I got back to Denver um, this, uh, this afternoon, and to God be the glory for that. All right? Shalom, everybody. Have a good night. Excuse me. Love y'all. Love you all. Shalom. Oh, come on now. You know you deserve it. A steak patty on any McDonald's breakfast sandwich. I mean any breakfast sandwich. Biscuit, McMuffin, Bagel, McGriddles, a juicy steak patty on any breakfast sandwich. And when you order through the app, buy one and get one free. Now go get them. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. Excludes one, two, three dollar menu. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.